0: Hello and welcome to Natural Bliss Podcast. My name is Randy and I'll be your host for this series. In this series, we will be discussing the effects that mercury has on the body. Mercury is omnipresent in our environment and is becoming difficult to avoid. Mercury is a heavy metal such as lead, cadmium, and others, and is considered the most toxic of non-radioactive metals. I want to make it clear that this podcast is to help those that could be a victim of mercury and not to place blame on anyone. It's the purpose of this podcast to provide the listener with the information so that he or she can make their own intelligent decision on whether or not mercury could be affecting their lives, the life of you or the life of a loved one. When you're toxic from mercury, people around you are unable to understand your situation. One effect mercury has on the body is emotional instability. That makes the situation even more detrimental. I'm going to start with a little story. Until about the age of 10, my mother had commented to several people that I was never sick. I had uh, chickenpox, measles, and uh, the childhood diseases that went through everyone in the school, but as far as colds and flus and other bugs that went around, I remained a pretty healthy child. Around the age of 10, that began to change. One of the first things I was experiencing was a great increase in allergies. Every spring and fall, the pollen would have a greater impact on me each time it came around. Within a short period of time, when I would uh, wake up in the morning, I would have tingling in my hands and feet, my extremities. My mother would just say, oh, you probably slept on it wrong. This tingling would sometimes continue for an hour or so. That's not exactly normal for an early teenager. I also had periods of unexplained fevers. There would be no symptoms other than normal allergy symptoms that I would experience on a regular basis. A fever would arise, stay for a day or so, and then go back to normal. And of course, if I went to a doctor, he would say, well, you also have congestion and mucus. And uh, many times he would prescribe an antibiotic. Then it would be out the door again. At around the age of 14 in junior high, my first class in the morning was science. I was very interested in science and thought that I would do very well in this class. In the start of that year, as soon as we received our books, I was pretty much ready to dig in. I loved many of the topics in this book. But I started to notice that even though I had a high interest in the topics, I was having a hard time remembering things that I had read. Sometimes I could remember everything that I had read and sometimes very little. This caused me major frustration. My mother did not understand this. My teacher did not understand this. I didn't understand this. Later that year in English class, we were required to learn all the prepositions in the book. I studied and recited them for about two days. I had them all down pat. When I tried to recite them in class, total blank. Here came the F. Sometime around the age of 15 or 16, I began having some stomach gas issues. I had always been a milk drinker, with several glasses a day. I also enjoyed cheese whenever we had it in the house. It came to a point where my mother wanted me to go to a doctor and have it seen about. Diagnosis, lactose intolerant. I was told to cut out the milk and cheese. This did reduce my symptoms, but by far was not a cure. A few years later, I was out with friends doing some things that late teenagers should not do in an evening, and someone offered me an alcoholic drink. Of course, I took a few swallows and soon noticed it settled my stomach and eased all my gas pain. This was a good thing and a bad thing all at once. It also eased my crazy thinking patterns, but more on that in another podcast. In my late teens, when a young man should be out to conquer the world... I was losing more and more of my self-confidence. I was increasingly shy. There was more and more decrease with interaction with friends. I had some depression but did not really realize at the time what it was. I attended open house at the vocational technical school where I was planning on going into electronics. The nursing class had set up a health screening for the attendees. I went and had a blood pressure check. The student checked it twice and said, your blood pressure's high, and they recommended that I see a doctor. And I did, several weeks later, and they said my blood pressure was a little low. Uh, Should we say back to the old drawing board? All these symptom scenarios continued into my 20s. Some remained about the same, some would come and go, but some things, like allergies, would only get worse. Other symptoms would arise from time to time, such as these white spots that all of a sudden appeared in my mouth, a doctor said it was a benign form of herpes and was a fairly common thing. He prescribed some type of medication, and in a few days, they went away. I was married at this time, and I think my wife was ready to accuse me of kissing some other girl. One thing that remained was the shyness, and it made casual conversation difficult at times. Just a general conversation could cause me to become very nervous, and I could end up saying something, well, I'm, you know, basically stupid statements. This was by far one of the most frustrating symptoms that I had. One time in my mid-twenties, I came home, I was feeling tired and weak. Once again, I noticed I was running a small fever, but this time it lasted for several weeks. I went to the doctor and they did this extensive sugar check to make sure I didn't have any blood sugar problems and it ended up with a diagnosis of a virus that would have to run its course. Then a short time later, maybe the next year or so, I came down with flu symptoms. I had the fever, cough, bad sore throat, lost all the taste in my mouth, and I was very weak. I had no energy. I waited about a week, thinking it would just go away. Finally, I went to a doctor, and the diagnosis was mono. (laughs) Oh, what? My wife never gets sick. My kids were young, and they never get sick. People I worked with never seem to get sick. Why me? It took about three months to completely get over this and get back to normal allergies and symptoms, all these that I had accepted. But for now, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Bring out your heavenly body with Heavenly Body skincare Products. Heavenly Body products are created to feed and nourish the skin. They formulate their products in small batches for both quality and freshness. Heavenly Body's products are cruelty-free, contain certified organic ingredients, and are cost-effective. To bring out the Heavenly Body in you, visit their website at hborganicskincare.com. Welcome back to Natural Bliss Podcast. To continue on, about my mid-30s, a trip to the doctor revealed borderline hypertension and borderline high cholesterol. Within a few years, the doctor was prescribing blood pressure and cholesterol meds. Before I was 40, I began having more and more pain in my joints. I was also having a lot of problems with indecisiveness. My brain fog had increased over time. My allergies that uh, most people grow out of only got worse. The doctor was slowly increasing my blood pressure meds, and he had placed me on 2,400 milligrams of ibuprofen a day because the arthritis in my joints was so painful. I was told by the time I was 60, it's possible that I would not be able to walk. By the time I was 45, I found myself divorced, consuming way too much alcohol, and having more and more health problems than ever. Without any direction from anyone, a greater power stepped in and told me some changes needed to be made. I was convinced at that point that the alcohol consumption was most of the problem. We're going to have more on this in another. It's going to be a dedicated podcast. I quit drinking altogether, no alcohol. My physical and emotional problems did not go away. But I just assumed that it would take some time. I met someone. She was very supportive of me. And shortly after that, we were married. I had to change careers due to changes in the electronics market. So, making a long story very short, I started driving a truck. I had to work hard to obtain my CDL because I was having issues with my equilibrium, a problem that had started years before. I always blamed it on my allergies and constant head congestion. When I would turn my head, it would feel like my head was spinning. Therefore, I had to figure out a way to turn my eyes and see my mirrors without turning my head. That was quite a challenge, but I conquered it. I I found a way. After I had been driving a truck for about 2 years, I was on my way to pick up a load one day and was chewing on one of those hard red balls, I think some of them call them jawbreakers or something to that effect. I heard something pop in my in one of my teeth and it caused me some pain. I pulled over to have a look and I could see in the mirror that a filling looked like it had a crack in it. It was a silver filling that I had about 10 of. It was getting close to Christmas and I figured I would go and see a dentist sometime after Christmas. Within just a couple of weeks, I started feeling very fatigued. My brain fogs were increasing to the point that sometimes I would lose uh, track of where I was. One day, for about a five-minute period, I couldn't remember where I had picked up or what I was carrying, what highway I was on, or where I was going. It was the worst my brain fog had ever been. I picked up my Bills of Layden, and uh, slowly I realized uh, that I had picked up in Columbus, Mississippi. I was traveling north on Highway 45, and I was going to Blyville, Arkansas. Uh, This was a scary moment for me. Within a few weeks, I was having bad tremors, was very fatigued, and my thought pattern, my, my thoughts were very bad, getting worse. I couldn't get enough sleep. I had a tightness that had developed in my face. It was like a muscle that was constantly pulling and would sometimes twitch. Twitching or jumping muscles also had become very common for me in the later years. I couldn't get enough sleep. It had basically gotten to the point that I couldn't properly do my job. And finally, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. I was doing a a pickup of some material inside the 285 loop. After the forklift loaded me, it was time to tarp and strap my load. I started shaking so bad and felt so sick that the man in the truck behind me came over and offered to help. I was very appreciative of this as I explained to him that I was feeling very bad. I think he could see it in my face. I delivered that load to Memphis, Tennessee and made arrangements to go home and see my doctor. When I went to my doctor, he took one look at me and said, I want to do a mono test. I said, I've already had mono. He said, you can have it more than once. The test showed me positive for mono. In a way, this was a relief, but I still was not sure due to the fact that this had gone on for so long. He said I would have to take off work for about, oh, 30 to 45 days. I called my company and informed them that I would not be working for a while. During this period, I researched mono and what could be done for it on the internet and at the library. I began eating all the recommended foods and was trying to do all the right things to get well. I was sleeping over 12 hours a day, and no matter what I did, I couldn't seem to shake the mono. This continued on for a couple of months. One of the last visits to the doctor left me with a diagnosis of reoccurring mono and chronic fatigue syndrome. I was told that I should go home and apply for disability because I would not be able to work again. Well, I, I couldn't accept this answer. I went home and started doing some research. I researched every medical site I could find. I hit a dead end on everything I was looking at. Then one day, that was about four months had gone by, I was sleeping about 16 hours a day, was sicker than ever. I was sitting and watching TV, and after the 10 o'clock news was over, a talk show came on. This was not a show I normally watch, but I was probably too tired to get up and change the channel. A comedian came on and began describing how he had become sick, and he had to leave show business for a short period of time. He was diagnosed with mercury poisoning from consuming sushi three times a day. was his only source of protein. As he described his symptoms, I said, he's describing me. After my 14 to 16 hours of sleep, I awoke and began doing more research. This research led me to amalgam fillings. I started researching some holistic medical sites and called a friend of mine I had gone to school with. I began to get some answers that were making sense. She told me of several people that the amalgam fillings in their teeth had made them sick, and their symptoms were about the same as mine. She offered to help me by letting me use a foot bath ionizer and uh, giving me some education on things that would help me to detox, get the mercury out of my system. After a few weeks, I began to feel better, although I still had a long way to go. I knew at that point that I had to find a dentist that could safely remove the fillings. I did a lot of research before I did this, and I found a dentist that had suffered some of the same problems that I had. I felt like I could trust him. One tooth had to be pulled simply because the tooth had been overdrilled by the previous dentist and could not be practically saved. The other nine he safely removed, giving me air, building a dam in the back of my throat and using a boot around the tooth so that they could suck everything out and keep me from swallowing uh, any of it or breathing in any vapors. Took three visits. I got them all out. Once they were out, I remained on my detox schedule and my health began to improve quickly. The biggest thing was my energy level was going up and my sleep was going down. It took about six months to get back to work or for me to feel confident that I could do my job. It's been eight years now, and I would say at least 90% of the symptoms that plagued me for years have gone away. I have zero joint pain. My memory has greatly increased. I still have allergies, but they're more like normal allergies to things. I've had to literally learn my body all over again. I have no allergy to milk or dairy. The tingling doesn't happen anymore, and I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Oh, and I don't even like the way alcohol makes me feel anymore, but more on that later in this series. I must give a disclaimer that I am in no way a medical professional. I cannot diagnose, I cannot treat, or even advise you in any way. But later in this series, I will tell you what I did so that you can research Contact your medical professional and let them help you. In our next podcast in this subject, we're going to be discussing more about the symptoms, what our sources of mercury are, and we're going to start talking about how we're going to get this stuff out of our bodies. After all, the purpose of this is for you to have the quality of life that you were meant to have. Life is hard enough without a heavy metal body burden. Thank you so much for listening to Natural Bliss Podcast. Or a better quality of life. Bye now!